Hello and welcome to the Goldenrod Podcast, bringing you some of the latest and greatest Pokemon news and a few laughs along the way. I'm joined by fellow Pokemon enthusiast, Connie. Before we begin, you can jump around the podcast by using the timestamps in the description below. So, Connor, how are we today? Today, mate, I'll be, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, better than I have been recently. Okay. Uh, I've not been feeling too great over the weekend and last couple of days, but we're on the med now, so cool. everything's looking up. Right. And you know what is the best healing medicine? Go on. Pokemon. 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 You reckon? You reckon Pokemon. that's the best healing medicine? I'm not sure my doctor would prescribe it personally. But you know, you know I, I, I might be wrong. You are the professor here. He's. A I, I, I don't know anything. I'm a professor, not a doctor. But I'm not a doctor, Jim. <laughs> he is a Pokeball. You take it twice daily. <laughs> I don't want to know where you got to put that. <laughs> Well, that's fine. Yeah, no, no, because no. you you you, retre- you retreat your Pokemon back into their Pokeballs, and it heals them up usually, doesn't it? It it. So, I mean, so, not in game, but at no. least in the series. So we need to put you in a Pokeball, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, condense me down to pure energetic form, and then I can go to sleep in whatever a Pokeball is, that, whatever happens inside a Pokeball. I've always wanted to know what happens inside a Pokeball. Like, I I think it's been left specifically nebulous because. Uh, trying to explain it would not go down too it well. It just doesn't... It, it, when you think about it in the real world, it makes no sense. Like, they basically become digital forms when they're in there. Right? So, uh, ish. 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 <laughs> ish. So, uh, was, I was... I've, Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off in my Dude. own little thing here. <laughs> I was looking into Porygon recently for an upcoming yes. video. Okay, right, and Porygon is said to be able to break itself down into its digital code to go through cyberspace. Okay, which I would have thought all the Pokemon could do because that's how I always assumed the PC system yeah. worked. That's how I always assumed Pokeballs worked was mm. they were converting them into digital data. But the fact that Porygon is said specifically to be able to do it leads me to believe that that's not what everybody else is doing. So I'm not sure anymore. And then you've obviously got Professor Lavinson within uh, within Legends Arceus, who says that Pokeballs work because all Pokemon are able to shrink. Does he say that? What? He says it right at the beginning. Here are Pokeballs. They work on the basis of the natural phenomenon that all Pokemon possess to be able to shrink down. <sighs> which I, which I think is okay. actually just a way for Game Freak to cover up the fact yes. that they um you know when you, when you wander around the wild area and stuff Pokemon just pop into existence. Oh, so they, so they say you were approaching and then they grow in sizes in like a defense mechanism or something. That's that's it. See now that's why Pokemon pop out of the grass. Right. See, Game Freak shot them. Side. They should have just not. By trying Shouldn't to have explained ex- it. No, Should never no, have exactly. explained it. By trying to explain it, they've just made it more convoluted because then you talk about things like um, like TMs. They've never made any sense. They they're CDs. You yeah. like how like <laughs> like you? I, want I put it to my Pokemon's head and it learns a move. Yes, like at least in Let's Go, it makes sense because they explain it in a real way where like. You know, the captain of the ship of the SSN's like, I'm going to teach you how to use cut. And that makes sense. And that Pikachu flies or Eevee flies around on basically a load of balloons. That, that, the HMs make yeah, sense. Yeah, the secret, in that the game. secret moves yes. that they teach you. That makes sense. But TMs never made sense. It's like all the items and it, it's just, 
Like an ex-god. How does that work? Like, what, you wrap a bandana around his head or something like that and he just gets stronger for the battle? I don't, I don't. Although that's very specifically like a muscle band or a choice band. You just, you, st- you stick, stick a band around your head and suddenly you're just stronger. Strongest. You're just stronger. Dude, that, that's how, it, oh, that's where I've been going wrong in the gym. I need to just get a muscle band, <laughs> wrap it around my arms, lift some more. And then when I'm done, I take him off, done and dusted. Did you think the Karate Kid was just wearing it for looks? No, it's specific. It's what gives him his power. That explains Hitmonchan. He's wearing wearing the choke. They're wearing human clothes. It increases stats. We've solved it. We've solved Pokemon. That's one for another theory at some point. It's got to be done. Why do Pokemon wear clothes? Because it's the source of their power. It's like like Saiyans. All the power is in their hair. In Pokemon, all the power is in their clothes. In their clothes. Exactly. That's that's a theory video for another time. But I'll tell you what. Shall we move on to our uh, main content? I was going to say, Hoenn Hoenn started this with a whole structure in mind, and I've just gone (laughs) off on a tangent immediately. (laughs) So you've turned. (laughs) How are we today, Connor, into let's do a theory live? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's what I do now, apparently. (laughs) Right. Well, um, just over a week ago, uh, Game Freak, or was it Nintendo? One or the other dropped a new trailer for Scarlet and Violet. Uh, have you watched it first and foremost? Of course, I watched it. I watched it live. I I did a live stream of you it. You did. Was, you had so many people watching you. Your live stream blew up. It did a little bit. Uh, we we uh, we got sh- shouted out. Shot shout. What's shouted? You got sh- that's that's the past tense of shout, right? Shouted. I, I would have said shouted out. Yeah, someone shouted you I, out. I was going to say shot out, but that's <laughs> no, that, that's, that's something different. Yeah, we got shouted out by uh, the wonderful Birdkeeper Toby, and that nice. helped us massively. Um, so Fantastic. I'm very grateful if you're listening. Thank you. If you're not listening, we why? Do. <laughs> why? Why not? <laughs> but yeah, so, no, it was. I, I enjoyed the trailer. Good. I enjoyed the trailer a lot. Okay, right. What? Um. So, uh, you've already. Uh, I was going to say, what do you think of the trailer? You've already answered that. So, what stood out to you? Oh, what didn't stand out mm. to me? So let's 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 start with, you know, the multiplayer. Because mm. mm. we've had multiplayer in Pokemon before. You've got Let's Go Pikachu probably yep. is the closest example, mm-hmm. but that was more what I refer to as the little brother control. Yes, yes. You know, it was your yeah. it was your tales to your Sonic. It's, it's, um, you don't actually get to play the game, but you get to play the game with me. So it's funny that you say that because I've mentioned a couple of my live streams on the past that um, I absolutely have a special place in my heart for the Let's Go games because uh, I, w- I went on holiday over in the UK and um, as it always does when you go on holiday, it absolutely throws it down. So we're stuck inside a static caravan. Uh, I took my brother's Switch, which had a Let's Go Pikachu on it. My daughter had never played a Pokemon game before, and I was like, "Let's let's load this up." And when I found out that I could play as a second player, basically helping to guide her through it, it it was it was just for me in that moment. It was the perfect Pokemon game to introduce her into the series because I could support her. It was in this massive nostalgia hit for me. It wasn't too convoluted or overloaded there was only 100 you know 50 odd pokemon um in it and this feels like the next 
step the a, next step a step that it needed to do so just just to go back to that did you take the little brother control i did yes i let him you did so which, so she was the one playing through it and in, you were just supporting which was infuriating sometimes because i knew exactly where to go i have canto memorized and she's just like <laughs> wandering off like giving us to the top right of viridian city i'm like there's nothing here why are we up here and it does that I'm exploring <laughs> leave me yes. alone and it does that annoying thing where if you go too far the second player automatically teleports to, to, to where the first player is. so there's nothing i could do i just followed her around as she got lost <laughs> amazing oh. i bet she had the best time oh though. yes oh yes she she's moved on from that onto um pokemon bdsp and legends arceus and sword um and she she's really excited oh wow she's 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 properly a uh little pokemon fiend now then oh yeah definitely and and imagine if she'd started with um uh pokemon sword was probably the closest one at that time um i don't think it would have had the same effect because i think she was she was only uh i think seven at the time and it it can be quite complicated at, at that age because it doesn't explain uh, we we give game freak a lot of like um a lot of, a lot of jip for the hand holdiness yeah but from i've seen it from both so i've seen it from my daughter's side and i get why it's needed for those new players that come in that don't because it's basically it's basically a jrpg and they are they yep. are one of the most complicated types of games to play because there's usually so much going on under the hoods like the pokemon the typings evs ivs items weaknesses um there's so much going on that you kind of need to handhold to some degree and uh, and so doing let's go really helped to kind of bypass that because there's a few things that aren't in there for example held items the you know you can get through with your starter pokemon pretty much just powerhousing most things because it's got perfect stats across the board and learns a wide variety of moves as well um so 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 yeah so to kind of come back to where we where we got off on another tangent already so to, so to go back to multiplayer what were you saying so yeah so it started with let's go you yes. had like the little brother controls and then in sword and shield they tried to introduce mm. this kind of when you're in the wild area you can see all your yeah. friends except from you definitely can Cons, because no. they're never your friends yes, yes. And I think that was possibly the bit that was missing the most is mm. they're not my friends that yeah. I'm seeing. I can't jump into the wild area and go and meet up with you. You can't interact it with It reminds them, yeah. me a lot of... I don't know if you ever played... Oh, God, what's that What's that space game? This... Right. If you're, if you're new to the podcast, which you are because this is the first episode. <laughs> Everyone's new, yeah. You're, you're going to discover as this goes on, I'm really bad with names. Okay. I am the absolute worst when it comes to names. I will forget names of everything. And I am stalling here and it is not helping me. Okay. What was that, what was that space-based game that, where they stated that you could go anywhere? No Man's Sky. It, no Man's Sky, yep. thank you. See, Hoenn's amazing and this is why I need thank him. You. Um... <laughs> No Man's Sky, it was stated right at the very beginning that, like, oh, you can go out mm. into the middle of the universe and meet your friends. And I think two people did it. This was back yeah. before it got fixed years mm. after its release. Mm. Two people went out and they met up in the exact same space and neither one of them were there. And that's kind of how it always felt to uh, me in Sword and Shield mm. was a case of, well, I'll go here and you'll go here and 
no, I don't. Nothing. I don't get to see you. Yeah. I, there's somebody else here. There's a bunch of other people here, but I don't know them, and there was no way to interact with them. No. You no. just saw them roaming around. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that, and I, I think where they're going with the multiplayer in this, and I hope that I'm right, is that you you get to pair up with up to three other players, and you can go off and do your own thing or you can work together you can basically battle or trade just by talking to him that's what i'm hoping this is that's what they're suggesting it's going to be at least yeah but you know what game freaks like it's it's like they 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 hint at things but not enough to like make it concrete and go right that's definitely what it is and i think they do it on purpose so it gives them a little bit of wiggle room so it's enough to sell people on new features but they're not confirming it just in case, you know, because like any game game developer, there's always a crunch towards the end where, right, we've got, you know, a couple of months to get this out and we need to, we need to really, you know, fine-tune all the details and everything. So they're probably giving themselves a little bit of wiggle room. But this is the next step for Pokemon because Game Freak needs to be careful because there are so many fan-made ROMs that are trying to emulate this where you can meet up with other players, real players, and do the the core things of Pokemon, you know, battle together, uh, trade Pokemon, and and hopefully work together. That this is a, a much needed step that has been needed. But I definitely think this gen, I think it's it's been missing from this gen. See, but- it's interesting you bring up like ROM hacks and fan made games because I think Pokemon more and more are taking inspiration agreed. at least agreed yeah I, I completely agree the fact that i don't think it's a a coincidence that that sword and shield took a lot from rom hacks in terms of making it really easy late game and post game to change your pokemon team up so to to give them those perfect evs and ivs with items mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. make it so that you don't need heart scales um, you can literally just go to the Pokemon Center and relearn moves. You can reuse TMs over and over again, uh, rather than you know you get one TM in a game, you've wasted it. Well, sucks to be you. Like you're never going to be able to use that move again unless you restart or trade or or whatever it might be. They've done done a lot to make it a lot easier to get into the um, the battle, um, the, the 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 battling, the competitive battling of. of pokemon and i think one of the things that's probably helped to push them in that direction is showdown um yep because that even it looks ugly as hell i hate how it looks it it, it hurts the eyes looking at it but from, i agree with you but from a building a, a team it's fantastic the fact that i can just log on to that and just go random battle and choose it and and it, it throws together a competitive team for me to play I absolutely love that. I, I I would love to get into competitive Pokemon battling on the main series um, uh, consoles, but I haven't got the time for it. Like I know. I, I am very much the same. And yeah, we'll probably come back to this later because mm-hmm. it, was, it was one of the things I've been working on uh, is a new video is like things I'd like to see, like really specifically weird yeah. things I'd like to see in the next game. Oh, okay. And one of them was straight up, I want a battle simulator. Yeah. I don't need it to be used in the world. Mm-hmm. I, I, because I understand the need for breeding and IV mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. leveling and stuff like that to be important. 
yes. to be a necessity for people to be like, well, no, this is my team that I've built. Even though, and if we get really, really pedantic about it, most people don't build their own teams. No, no, they don't. They, they look up online what can i get and build it that way or they just rent well i don't even mean i don't even mean that i mean like so you're talking about like world world class players people who are going to be at worlds this year they don't build their teams they outsource that to other people oh like i'm not going to sit here and say they gen pokemon in like some people do but they definitely aren't building them themselves Uh, because that's just not something they've got time to do no so if that's the case why are we still bothering well, yeah. Why are we I... excluding casual players from this world? Mm-hmm. Because I haven't got the time nor the desire to get perfect IV and EV splits and, and, on all of my Pokemon. And that's the thing that annoys me a little bit with Game Freak is they, they put so many measures in place to kind of stop hack Pokemon, but they don't work. The people that gain hack Pokemon are getting hack Pokemon and bringing them in because they, they found workarounds. So instead of, you know, punishing 99% of the, the play base for what 1% might do, just go, right, okay, you've completed the game. Congratulations. Oh, you want to go into competitive battling? Here you go. Do whatever you want. Build, build, build your perfect team. Choose whichever Pokemon. Give them whichever IVs you want. Give them whichever natures, whatever TMs, HMs, learnt moves, whatever you want. Dynamax, Gigantamax, whatever. And and just go for it because then you probably would stop a lot of the ROM hacking or sorry the the actual like genning in of Pokemon because there wouldn't be a need for it anymore. Yeah, I've always considered it baseball rules. Steroids are fine as long as everybody's allowed to use them. <laughs> I'd rather watch that. I'm not gonna lie. Really push. <laughs> you know, that's really push the that's limits. That's the way I've always seen it. Yeah. 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 I, I, I completely uh, completely agree with, with the Pokemon side, not the steroids in competition. No, 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 <laughs> naturally, <side>. but... <laughs> yes. Yeah, so... Well, back to the multiplayer. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I like the idea that I can meet up with my friends. Am I upset that it's only four people? Personally, no, I don't have more than mm, yeah. three other friends yeah. at a time playing this game. Yeah. And I, if it is the case that you can go anywhere in the world and stay connected, because my, my biggest worry with this kind of thing is always the tethering. Yes. As you said, with like, let's mm, go, mm. you know, your daughter went so far away from you and you got teleported to her. Yeah. If that's the case, that's awful because this is an open world game. Mm. However, if it's the case that, say, you know, me, you and a couple of other people jump in online one of us can go and explore a cave at the yeah. northeast end of the island one of us can go explore the tundra area one mm-hmm. of us can explore the desert and one of us can just go out to sea yeah and then all go catch a bunch of pokemon meet up later and just trade them across to each other to fill out our pokedex that is exactly what i'm ready for that's what i want agreed i i we're both on the same wavelength so just just so they have confirmed it's not like legends arceus where you almost have hubs it is just completely open world. It is like Breath of the Wild. The, the the statement so far is that it is an entirely open world game where the towns flow seamlessly into the wild mm. and the story does not dictate the order of play. Wow. Okay. Right. So that implies to me that you've got your gyms or whatever they are and this is roughly the route. However, you can go... I'm not going to go that way. I'm going to go see that mountain over there. I'm going to go wander over there and see what Pokemon I, I, I can get. And they might be overpowered. They might be too broken. But that doesn't stop me from exploring. 
Yes. Now, here's the thing. That would be cool, but Pokemon have always had this little thing called HMs. Yes. Now, HMs aren't in the games anymore. Mm. They've been kind of replaced by Poke Rides or the special moves and Let's Go and things like that. Mm, mm. But they've always been in place to impede your progress. Yes. So that you were directed through a certain path. So I don't mind that to some extent, as long as it's not, oh, you, you can't, you can't progress. Oh. What 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 I don't want it to be is okay. Right, you can explore ten percent of the map until you beat the first gym. Oh, you beat the first gym. Now you can explore twenty percent of the map. Oh, third gym, thirty percent. I don't want that. What I yeah, I what, don't think that is going to be the case. I want what in an ideal world. What I'd say is from the start of the game, ninety percent of the of the area you can explore. Some of it is going to be a bit risky. You probably won't want to explore because you've got high-level Pokemon there that chances are you're not going to survive against. And the remaining 10%, I think, should be should be locked away until you can progress. So I'm thinking, like, hidden areas to get, you know, rewards for letting the, letting the player explore a little bit and wander off, which I, we've really been missing in the last, the last couple of generations yeah. where it is literally... Okay, you go down a hallway and you're at the next town. Oh, there's a rival battle. Right, okay, now it's time to progress down the next hallway and, and you're in the next city for the gym. I, I I miss the days where you could wander off. And I think back to Gen 1 and Gen 2, where there's so much to explore that isn't part of the story. It isn't critical to the story. And you can go off. And it's not like the Galar Mines, for example, in Sword and Shield, where, oh, you can you can go left here. Oh, it takes you into a room with one item. What what was the what was the point of designing that? That's not that's not rewarding exploration. It's basically just going. There's a little side room for an item. I don't want that. I, w- I want to be able to explore. And it looks like it looks like from the trailers and what they've said, that's what we're gonna get. So here's the thing I'd love to see, and I'm seriously surprised they haven't done this yet in any Pokemon games. If so. HMs, I think, are... The implementation in the earlier games was not great, no. but as a game mechanic, yeah. I think they're fantastic. Agreed. The idea of impeding yes. uh, story progression yep. until... or exploration progression mm-hmm. until you have a certain Pokemon is fantastic. Yep. What if you just... Say, say, say you needed to scale this mountain. Say, I want to go up that mountain. I, don't wanna, I want that to be the first thing I do. I'm going to go scale that mountain. But that mountain's got a part of it that you effectively need rock climb for. Yeah. You don't need the HM for rock climb. What you do need is a Pokemon who could climb rocks. Okay. Now that, suddenly I've got more of a reason to go out and catch Pokemon. Because Pokemon themselves are helping me to explore. But it's not taking up a move slot. It's not, you know, I'm not waiting to get the actual move. It's just... You know, this Pokemon can climb rocks, therefore I can climb rocks on that Pokemon. This Pokemon can surf, therefore I can surf on that Pokemon. Okay, so if you did pitch that to me before Legends Arceus, I probably would have disagreed to some extent. But Legends Arceus has proved that people do in fact like catching Pokemon. Like, they, they, they do enjoy going out, completing and filling up the Pokedex, which means if if you took those two things together and like going back to your example of you need a Pokemon that can, you know, climb rocks. You get mm-hmm. to that point, you're like, well, looking at my Pokedex, I'm only, you know, 10% of the way through. 
I'm going to go out and see what I can catch in the local area that might help me to, to progress and get up this area and learn new things and explore new areas. And I think that I, that would work. I think I think I'd prefer that to um to Sun and Moon's like HM mechanic, which I yes. still maintain as one of the best. I absolutely love that because um again it allows you to you know block off areas until the character is ready and got high high enough level Pokemon, but it doesn't have the limitations of the earlier games where you know you, you end up carrying around a HM slave or you know you've got HM on a Pokemon for the rest of the game. And it just limits what you can do. Like Gem 1, when you've got cut on your starter and you're never going to use that move again. And it's a waste <laughs> of... Like, that, I've done it that many times. So I want to I move away from that. So if if they find a new way to implement this, it'd be absolutely fantastic. The fact they haven't spoken about it yet makes me wonder if maybe they are doing away with them completely. And it is just a... You can explore everywhere straight from, from the get-go. Maybe. I don't think they will. Yeah. But... It's a difficult one because it, up till now, you've had HMs rewarded to you after certain gyms. Mm. Now, I don't know if you ever played uh, Pokemon Crystal Clear, going back to like ROM hacks no. and things. No. So Crystal Clear was Pokemon Crystal, but open world. Mm. So you could go, you could start in, at least in the most recent one, you can start in any town and oh, you can wow. go do the gyms in whatever order you like. And you can, they've removed HMs entirely. They've put a bunch of bridges in if you need to walk across areas and stuff like that. But if, for instance, you did want to surf, you would still need to go and beat the gym who gives you access to using surf. Right. So the, the way they implemented it was, although you could do the gyms in any order, there was benefits to doing certain gyms over others. So take Kanto. There's not much point in going to, I mean, it, again, this is not Kanto in Crystal. This mm. is Kanto mm. if this was implemented in a fire yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand. If, you know, you've got Brock only gives you the ability to use Flash. Well, yeah. that's only really good for one cave, so you'd probably leave mm. him until later on in the game. But you'd go get Koga immediately yeah. because he gives you access to Surf. I'm not sure if that's how they'll do it. I, I... I'd be surprised mm -hmm. if it was. I, I, I've wanted this for a while. Where, like in Crystal Clear, where you kind of choose where you start from, and that gives you. It makes it slightly different each time that you play, which would reward multiple playthroughs. And then, if you knew, okay, there are eight gyms, and I know I need to beat, you know, gym five to progress past this area via surf or HMs or whatever they decide. It would then give you the option to go, okay, right, I'm, I've decided I love rock Pokemon. Therefore, I'm going to beat the rock type or the ground type gym leader first because I know that that will unlock more rocky areas or more caves and stuff. Likewise, oh, I'm going to beat the water gym leader first mm -hmm. because that means I get to go over there and surf or I'm going to beat the flying type gym leader because I love being able to fly and explore new areas and, you know, wild Pokemon in the sky or something like that would be absolutely, you know, fantastic. But what they implement it's how long how long have we got now is it five months something like that before we come november 18th right november 18th and we're in june so that's five months since it's Four, ish five 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 months five months my, yeah. my five months and a week i think right and they haven't and that which i i still think comes down to ironing things out and 
probably keeping keeping probably more than anything keeping the cards close to the the chest like they did with gen 8 and you know the 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 pokedex issue and all the mons not being in it and they left it as late as possible um so well to be fair like yeah I mean, that's because as soon as they announce anything yes, i mean they've, they've actually done okay the people have been okay on this um yeah. release actually and mm-hmm. i've not seen too much hate it's a lot from more this positive this one so far but you know we're not going to get the national decks no and like, i'm okay you with, know I'm we're okay not going to get I, the national I, decks. we need to move away from that i feel personally and i know that is going to annoy people and i know that it it will infuriate some people that maybe they can't have their favorite pokemon like i still can't get you know the the chikorita line in in gen 8 but mm-hmm. i'm okay with that because it allows them to to tailor the pokemon for that region and force you to try other pokemon that's been one of the great things about legends arceus is forcing me to use pokemon that i would never never have used in a normal playthrough i've loved that and you talk about you talk about legends arceus that only had what 260 pokemon oh, yeah, or something? Yeah, after all the extras yeah I, no idea a amount it was 200 and something that's the only pokedex i've ever completed mm-hmm. ever because a because it was actually fun to catch pokemon for a change oh, yes oh, which yes. it's still not looking like they're implementing that no. mechanic back into oh, the main no. series which which i know is a is a touchy subject for some people because some people really liked yes, it and some people would prefer it, yeah. it to go back to normal yeah i'm one of the people who really liked it i mm-hmm. think it was the best thing yes. pokemon has ever done for this franchise which just let me yeet pokeballs yeah standing atop cliffs <laughs> yeah, and just, just lobbing pokeballs at something <laughs> until it got caught that that was fantastic for me yeah you know i would have because you look at that um the snorlax is probably the one i think of yeah you got that snorlax right at the very beginning the alpha mm-hmm. snorlax on the right I sat there for ages just throwing Pokeballs at yeah, the back of it. Yeah, just, hide, just, just hiding behind a yes, bush. Yes, yes. Just hidden behind a bush. Just like, and if I had to go up and fight it, they, get wrecked. I wouldn't have even had a thought to do that. No, no. So the fact that you can do, I, it, it's one of those annoying things where I, I remember Let's Go came out and, and there was talk pretty much straight after that. Okay, we're getting Let's Go Johto next. We're, get, we're, get, we're mm-hmm. getting Let's Go Johto. And there was loads of people coming out with let's go Pichu or let's go um Zoril and, and and all that kind of thing and, and box art, you know, mock-ups and stuff. And we never got that. And it looks like we're not gonna be getting that anytime soon. And I can't help but think Legends Arcus might fall into that where we've all come out and gone, Yeah, they've they've nailed it, they're gonna release another version of this at some point, or roll that those features out into, you know, later later games. We might never get an, another one of them, or at least not anytime soon. And they might just go, no, we, we've pretty much nailed the formula of what, um, what the mainstream Pokemon games are. And, and, it, and it's very similar to Sword and Shield. And that might be what we get. Is it, it, Legends sold a lot better than Let's Go. It did. Legends sold really well. It makes... And, you know, Pokemon, for all their flaws, or sorry, Game Freak, for all their flaws, mm do listen to the fan base sometimes a little bit too much for my own yes. likings because the fans have no idea what no, they they're want. all over the place yeah that's the issue you know and realistically pokemon are a little bit ahead of the game a lot of the time you take gen 5 gen 5 mm. was so ahead of its time yeah. 
like I I didn't play it for about ten years, and then went back and realized yes. it's one of the best games yep. in the entire franchise. Agreed. Yeah. Granted, it came out probably right at that stage where I was like, "Ugh, yeah, Pokemon's Pokemon. a baby's game," because <laughs> I was an idiot. Yeah. Because I was sixteen and an idiot. <laughs> I'm happy to admit it. <laughs> But, you know, they're ahead of themselves in a lot of ways. I think, again, Let's Go is getting more and more praise as the years go on for what it is. Yeah. I think people were very annoyed at it at the time because it wasn't what they wanted. Yeah. But yeah. again, they don't know what they want. No. All people have no. ever said is, well, Breath of the Wild, but Pokemon. It's like, that's the... what does that mean? Yeah. What, what, what from Breath what of the Wild? What does that mean? Yeah. 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 Because even Zelda fans will tell you, Breath of the Wild is a bad Zelda game. It's not Zelda. Yes, yeah, a- yes, yes. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I I've never played a Zelda game until Breath of the Wild. I remember in one of my live streams, I was live streaming, streaming. I was talking to people. It's like, okay, I'm really enjoying this. Which one do you recommend after? And they were like, nobody could agree because they all they all said nothing is like this. This is a one-off in the Zelda universe. Everything else plays differently, functions differently, and it's hard to hard to hard to recommend. Yeah, so it would be it'd be like somebody starting with Legends Arceus and going, "What Pokemon mm. game should I play next?" It'd be like, Ugh. "I can't, I can't give you a recommendation if that's what you liked." Yeah. It's it, they've got their work cut cut out for them with with a lot of this, and it's. What I I know that this will have been in development for a long time. It's, it'll it'll have been in development for for a couple of years, and maybe maybe it's gone to the point where you know they're on about releasing this, and they're too far along to implement the the Legends Arceus catching mechanic, or maybe they didn't expect that to do so well. Maybe they thought, oh, it's just it's a side project. We, we it's something that we're passionate about. But we don't think it's going to do well. We we think the BDSP are, are going to sell way better than this. So you know we can we can we can go off and do our own thing. But chances are people aren't going to like the the catching mechanic and having to complete the Pokedex, and therefore we're not going to implement it in in Gen Nine. So it might be that that you know they got all the positive reaction to Legends Arceus, you know came too late for them to really tweak and implement some well i of the mean things. this was already at least mostly done by the time legends arceus yeah. released because we got what legends arceus came out and then it was two three months later yeah we got we got a trailer we got the trailer pretty much so like done. this game was practically done yeah by the time legends was released so in my uneducated opinion i would have thought that they kind of went Look, this is a direction we think the franchise could go. Mm, mm. We're scared of touching the formula because it sells well and we're the largest media franchise in the world. And, you know, messing up a game means messing up the cards and messing Mm, up the mm. TV series and messing up the merchandise and all that kind of stuff. So we can't tweak it too much. Yeah. How about we have a little side game to test if people respond well to it, and then if they do, we can adjust future games yep. accordingly. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, I it... I would have loved that. I would have loved to think that Legends Arceus and Scarlet and Violet were built in the same engine, 
given how close yeah. they are coming out together, I would have thought they were built in the same engine. And that's why I kind of uh, predicted really early on that Legends Arceus, or sorry, Gen 9 was going to have the Legends Arceus catching mechanics and mm. all that kind of stuff. It doesn't look like that's going to be the case. I, 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 do, I don't think so either, because because of the, the reception to Legends Arceus, surely you would put that in one of the trailers and people would yes. lose their mind because they're like, oh my God, right, okay, this is the stuff that I loved in Legends Arceus in a mainstream Pokemon game, which which I've been asking for. And other people might be, you know, listening to this and completely disagreeing and going, I hate, like, I know people that did not like Legends Arceus for for a variety of reasons and you know their their opinions are absolutely valid it's it's not a perfect game by any no, stretch oh, of the imagination no, no definitely definitely not what it got right was the gameplay loop it, it, yes it nailed absolutely nailed the gameplay loop and and i've listened to podcasts before where they talk about gameplay loops of games that they like and i and i sit there going ah no i didn't really like that and now i know what they were talking about like when you find a game that has that has that loop of you know a repetitive thing over and over again but you are progressing towards something and you are enjoying it like you can sink so many hours into it and i'm i'm and it was hard it was a hard it, it didn't was. have very many battles in it but the battles that were in yes. it were some of the hardest oh, yeah. we've ever had in the franchise agreed agreed like and i think one of the things that really helped with that was um the strong and agile system, which I think they could have done a bit more. It could have had a bit more depth to it slightly, but mm-hmm. that's another feature that doesn't look like it's in this this no. gen either. Which makes me think it's very much back to, you know. Well, we've seen games. we've seen the uh, the GUI, the HUD in oh, what the battles. Do, what do you think of that that? I don't like it. I hate it as well. I I've looked, I am uh, not a fan. So, Considering that we've again just coming off Arceus, yes, where you could like switch between your Pokemon's and then you yes. swap over to your bag and you yep. switch between those. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, granted, well, there you go. That that shows that it's not going to be Legends Arceus battle style because you used to just be able to run away from the Pokemon and that yeah, would run. And now we've got a can't. physical run button. And yeah, uh, like I'm 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 looking. I've got a screenshot of the one from the trailer, and I've got a Legends Arceus screenshot. And Legends Arceus is just beautiful. Like you get you get into a battle that you know that you have that cinematic view where it goes widescreen. The the swooshies come up, the, and then and then the um the names of the Pokemon and the HP bar and everything appears. And then over on the right, you've got all the moves and the Pokemon and stuff. And it's all slightly faded. You can see through it, and it feels very real time. It's integrated. It it's is. integrated into yes. the world. Now you look at the one in in gen 9 and it's like well the health bar of the wild pokemon is above its name or is above it and that's it and it's like but it's not but it's not for your but it's not for your own pokemon so they're not even being consistent and like i'm looking at this and where like i've I've got screenshot where it's quaxley battling a lechonk who's beautiful and the the quaxley hp bar has you know the numbers in it which pretty much go up to the entire height of the green bar and there's no gradient. It's like someone's mocked it up in paint and then thought... Now, again, that being said, game footage is not final. It's not. No, no, definitely not. I, But I can't tell you of any other times where they've massively overhauled a, a, a UI between trailer yeah. and release, unfortunately. And I, I, I just remember when I was watching the, the trailer at the end of one of my live streams last week, I just got to the UI 
and I was like, I like, I love the trailer. It sounds like I'm being really negative. I love the trailer. I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to buy it. There are so many positive things about this, but there's a couple of Here's things. Here's one negative. Let us have it. Yeah, let us, let us have this because I've got loads of positives that I want to come on to in a second. Um, and the UI, I was just like, the UI looks disgusting, but someone in the chat loved it. They were like, this is this is an amazing UI. I, I just love how simplistic it is, the colors of it. And I'm like... You do you. That that's absolutely fine for you. But you can't you can't argue that it doesn't feel like a step back after Legends Arceus. Yeah, I think it one hundred percent does. It's it. Anyway, let us move on to the positives because I have a few. Is there is there anything that you came out of this training like? Oh my god, I'm blown away by this. Uh, it's amazing. Other than like the multiplayer. Other than amazing i'm trying to think i think i think the legendaries look absolutely fantastic gorgeous absolutely gorgeous and the the past and future theme i dig that i really like that. yeah i, I i'm waiting to see like how far they go with yes. it. yes i'm still holding out for at least some level of time travel oh could you imagine that like you can did you did you ever play a long time ago um final fantasy 13 2 no, I okay. played six hours of 13 and was still in corridors. So yeah, I it. it's corridors for 90% of that game. But um, X, uh, sorry, 13.2 had a, had a time travel aspect. So you could visit multiple locations at multiple time zones. And depending on mm-hmm. when you visited the, in the time zones that were spread like decades or hundreds of years apart, the environment would change. So you could, yep. for example, get to an area and go, oh, that bridge has collapsed, can't progress. But if you time traveled and went back 10 years, the bridge is fixed and you can now get across the bridge. You can explore, you can find items and all that kind of stuff. If they could implement something like that in this to allow you to explore and really, you know, flesh out the region in terms of, you know, prehistoric and futuristic, because you're in the present at the moment. So looking at this, you, you probably have time travel to the future and to the past. I'd love that that's you've almost for some areas though you're tripling the amount of work that you need to put into. and there it is like because i i came up with this idea i think i even put it in a video you know stating that like it'd be really cool if you couldn't do it until you got the legendary pokemon yes and you used coridon to go back in time Mm. and maridon to go forward in time to their like point of origin Mm. Mm. And that would give you, A, a reason to buy both games for once. Yeah, for once, Because, yeah. <laughs> because you can go and explore the future of this region in one game and the past of this region in the oh, another. I love that. But I don't think it would be the entire region. I think it would be very locked off yes. little areas. Yeah. yeah. Simply, simply to cut down on the amount of work. Yeah. I still think that's going to be the case. I, I Again, maybe it's wishful thinking. And I, I will put my hands up and say a lot of my thoughts on this game are wishful thinking because i haven't lost faith Mm. and i know a lot of people have i know a lot of people have been burned before and Mm. they don't want to have that hurt again but i i i still have faith in this company that they can pull something out of the bag definitely i it it falls into um a bit of the 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 doctor who things um where you know you 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 love you you love the doctor and then you hear about the casting of the regeneration. You're like, oh, I don't like that. And then they regenerate, and you're like, oh, that's all right, actually. And then after a bit, it's like, oh, they're my favorite doctor. And then the cycle repeats. And I go through that with Pokemon, where I was really hyped for Sword and Shield. I got Sword and Shield. 
And then I was like, all oh, right, I'm a little bit disappointed. Then I played it a lot more. I was like, okay, this is this is quite good, actually. And then it got to the point where I was quite nostalgic for it. And yeah. that tends to happen, at least for me, for every single Pokemon um, game since I got back into Pokemon um, at Gen 6. And it wouldn't surprise me. If, I, I'd love for Gen 9 to break the mold where you get it and straight off the bat you're like, okay, this this is a good game and it doesn't need to build on nostalgia or multiple replays for you to go okay now i appreciate this a bit more and maybe it's forced you're forced to appreciate a bit more because you've played it so many times i'd 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 love for this game to to just come out and just blow people away with some of the mechanics and the graphics and the pokemon and certain parts of it i think they've nailed like the, the i haven't been this excited for new pokemon in a long time like these not just the legendary pokemon but the starters like mo- most gens i get it and i'm like there's one or two stars i'm thinking i i'd have them on the team this is the first time in a long time where i thought i want all three of those starters and i'm i'm gonna trade to get all three starters i'm gonna use pokemon home or whatever i can to get those three stars the, the pokemon that they've released so far absolutely love absolutely in love with them I, I i agree i actually really like everything they've released so far as far as the pokemon are concerned i will admit that i thought smoliv was a petalil for the longest time i can i when can I saw see it in that the trailer. yes it looks very it, i it, originally i did think it was perhaps a regional form um because it, it it's the similar there's so many similarities like you get rid of that olive on its head and suddenly they're identical yeah yeah there's there's not a huge difference it is there but like the pokemon like all look like they've got personalities which like for the longest time they released pokemon for you know new gens and they released the images and it's like they look dead inside there's nothing about them. it's like they are just an image whereas these like the images that i'm looking at really feel like they have character to them and I hope yeah. that pulls through in some of the animations that they get in the overworld and the animations that they get in 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 battle. And I'm really looking so. Go on. You bring you bring up the overworld. One thing I've not heard people talking about that was definitely in the trailer. We're getting walking Pokemon. We're getting what walking Pokemon? Yeah, you can walk oh. alongside your Pokemon again. Why? They they just need to make up their mind on whether or not this is a standard feature in every Pokemon game or it's not a feature at all. They flip. Is there just one guy that flips a coin every generation? It's like, right, walking Pokemon? Heads, you've got walking Pokemon for this generation because that that is one of the things that I, I, I didn't realize I missed until I played Let's Go because Let's Go handles it perfectly i think let's go has the best implementation of it to date yes i don't think i don't think it was done very well in bdsp i don't think it was done very well in sword and shield when we eventually got it in the no agreed expansion yeah i think one of the biggest issues is the speed and i understand what they're going with it's like oh well these are the realistic movements Mm. of them Mm. But then it's like, well, they fall too far behind and teleport. And yeah. that's not realistic movement at all. That's no. kind of ridiculous. So just just let them be as fast as I am. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's 
from an but, animation but, for, perspective, yes, yes. you know how fast the player character goes. Yeah. You designed it. Yeah. So just make every <laughs> every Pokemon that fast. So I I I agree that that would solve some issues, but then it adds to issues because all of a sudden you've got something that is a relatively slow Pokemon like, I don't know, Stack Attacker, one of the slowest Pokemon in the game, just sprinting after you as you're on a bicycle or a car in this game or a motorbike or whatever it is. And it'll feel like this. Fine! <laughs> Fine! <laughs> I would rather... So, you know what? I would rather that uh, than them teleport yes, to me the, over the, and over and yeah, over again. I would rather that than when I turn around have to push them back. So, yeah through like the last route so i can get past them see i would rather if, them be if, fast if 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 game freak weren't i don't know strapped for time or lazy it's one of those two because money isn't an issue it's either strapped for time or, or, or lazy they would have it so that you know that's part of the character so if you have a slow pokemon after a bit you run and this would get annoying don't get me wrong but you know the first couple of times you see you'd, you'd, you'd be like oh my god look at this look at what they've added is, you know, you've got a slow Pokemon that doesn't really move. You run along and then an exclamation mark appears above your head. The camera pans around and you suddenly realize, oh, I'm really outpacing this Pokemon. Right, okay, back to the ball. Or, you know, you can bring it along with a Raspberry or something to, to speed it up. If they were to implement something like that. But I think this comes back to the crux of the issue. There's only two of us and we both we both want different things. And they're, yes, they're catering course. to a fan base of, I don't know how many Pokemon fans there are. And I can understand why it feels like they can never get anything right because they can't because one half of the fan base will love an idea. One half of the fan base will absolutely despise it. And the ones that typically dislike something are louder and make more noise. Yeah. Generally speaking. So then Game Freak pushes push that and go, oh, people don't like that. We'll change it for the next one. And then they flip-flops because then the people who didn't want that or did want it, and it, it, it just flips, are then the most vocal minority. And then they change it again, which probably explains the, the whole, you know, Pokemon following you mechanic and why that just hasn't been consistent. I don't think ever. I don't think it's ever been consistent. It's been in and out, in and out of games. They've had different Pokemon do different things. You've had it in Let's Go where you can ride some of them. You have it in BS, BDSP where you can't ride them. And, you know, you get your small Pokemon where, you know, Dialga, the, the legendary of time, is smaller than the player's Chibi character, which I get that's part of the animation, but it does look a little bit ridiculous, un unfortunately. And it just feels... They're, nev they're never, they're never going to win. They're, they're never going to win, unfortunately. Is what it is. It is. I, I again, I I can only sit here and go. I want this. I want that. I, yeah. At the end of the day, I don't know what it actually takes to design these things. No, I am not a game designer. No, I'm not working at Game Freak. I don't know these people personally. I just I just really like the stuff they put out, and I uh, and I want it to be as good as I think it can be. Yeah, I I agree. So in terms of things that I liked, I really like the character models. It feels like they're finally starting to nail the the character animations the facial expressions really making them seem vibrant full of life and i really noticed that in legends arceus where characters actually made expressions that they pokemon characters made expressions that they'd never made before and yeah. it really looks like your your rival is it N nimona is it nimona yeah ah, um 
some of the some of the like facial animations and the way like she poses and, and um expresses herself that look so, over the shoulder yes. and you can see that she's a little bit cocky yes. but a little bit happy and exactly there's depth to it yes yes and that is one of the things that i, I do love and it's not not just here but like some of the character models when the, there's um in the trailers i think it's one of the youngsters or something like that it's one of the young kids that you fight and just like the exclamation mark that appears over the head the one then, the one with the toros t-shirt it might be i can't remember even though i watched the trailer like again like an hour ago i, I can't remember which one it was um but there's this even the the non you know the, even the character like obviously they will put time into the rival because they're going to be appearing several times in in the story um and then cut scenes and whatnot but even what looks like some of the character models of of of, of Pokemon trainers aren't going to appear that often. They seem to have still put love and attention, you know, in, in, into into those um, character models as well. And if they can do the same for you know Pokemon and and give them more models and and animations and stuff when they're in the wild, which it seems like every generation they do more of i don't know the technical elements of that whether or not you know the same character models and animations they're using in you know sword and shield can be carried over into gen 9 i don't know the logistics of that but it does feel more and more like as we get on other other than bdsp as we get on more and more pokemon feel more more real in the game they don't feel like they are just you know animations they do things whether or not that's lying down it's sleeping whether or not they get excited and run around or or whatever and and, and I, I saw a bit of that in this trailer where it felt a lot more real well it's an interesting point you make especially with the pokemon because i mean game freak are a studio full of pixel artists Yes. Really? Yeah, they are. They, yep. That's where that's where their strength lies. Yeah. They had to outsource all the 3D modeling to a different company. And it kind of shows because you mm. got to Gen 5 and they'd worked out all these little cheats and all these yeah. little ways to get a lot of expression mm. out of the Pokemon. You know, just a little bob here and mm. maybe mm. a leg goes down and a leg lifts up and a leg goes down and a leg lifts up. And if they look off to that side, they suddenly look cheeky or they look straight ahead at you, they look determined they'd worked out all these really cool methods to give Pokemon a lot of attitude that is lost in the 3D models yeah. where yeah. they're just kind of static. Yeah. Yes, they are distinctly that Pokemon. They look like mm. that Pokemon, mm. but they don't look how that Pokemon should. Yes. I, I, you know, some, they don't look alive. No, and some of the Pokemon really suffered moving from 2D to 3d massive um unfortunately and moving to 3d opens up a huge can of worms both in terms of for example you know height and weight never really played a huge part outside of a couple of moves and you know the pokedex and then suddenly when you move to 3d models you've got to take that into consideration so like for example everyone brings up whale lord and the size of whale lord but also like the the weight of pokemon like Snorlax, for example, quite a bulky mon, should move a lot slower around the, you know, the area and should really feel that... Should feel heavy. You yes. should see that weight hit the ground with every step. Exactly. And I, I, I think they've not truly nailed that. But I think that does go back to what you're saying, where I think they are lacking some of the skills in-house 
to be able to do that. Now, you'd, th- you'd think with the money that they bring in, they could, you know, get more animators. And, like, in an idea, in an ideal world, and, and like from you know, if if anybody's like if, you know, video game developers listen to this, are probably thinking, Ben, you are absolutely talking out your ass here. Is you know, build build these character models, build a set of animations, and then because you cycle Pokemon in and out of games, then it, then you haven't got to focus on new animations for nine hundred odd Pokemon. Oh, this new game has only got three hundred at launch. Well, suddenly, you only need to focus on animation, new animations for those Pokemon. And then the next time you then bring them back in Gen 11, well, you've already got some of the animations from the previous game that they were in. And then this time you could add an extra couple to them. And then... Go on. And as you say, we got a lot of that in Legends Arceus. Mm. There was only 200-odd Pokemon. Yep. So suddenly every Pokemon can have an idle animation, a greeting animation, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. a sleeping animation, as well as their standard battle ones. Yeah suddenly we can do this because there's less pokemon and in the game it's funny that you mentioned that because the 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 battle system in in legends arceus the moves actually felt like they connected and may, maybe i don't know maybe i'm just reading too much into it but it actually felt like moves had weight pokemon ran at the opposition that yes that, that it wasn't just you know i'm gonna do a fire kick but all i do is just jump on the spot a little bit you know, and I'll tell it, you what, it made me very sad when I saw that Lechonk use a tackle. Oh no, I I Because we're that. back. Because oh. we're back to just I move my shoulder a little bit forward, there's an impact animation and that's it done. It's like, come on, guys, we've done uh, this. We've done it. We 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 made progress and now we're going back. It's typical Pokemon, two steps forward, one steps back. But sometimes it feels like three steps forward with different things and three steps back in other things rather than just progression and oh now you've pointed that out too i'm gonna go back and, and watch it after but i think that's oh that's gonna kill me a little bit yeah i saw it i saw it and it was oh. immediately just like oh no really because again like as you say we had it because but people always bring up like battle revolutions um the mm. old mm. wii game i think was yes. the last one we had um where every pokemon had an individual animation and they ran up and they attacked and mm. they did this mm. and that and to me as cool as it looks was always really slow right the idea of like well okay i want to use um high jump kick no bad example i want to use tackle yeah my Pokemon's got to sidle up, so they run through their entire walking animation. And as you say, some Pokemon are slower than others, oh, so some Pokemon okay. have a much slower walking animation. <laughs> so it like saddles up, and then it does the tackle animation, and then it goes back. And it's like, oh, guys, come on, this yeah. is this is not the way to do this. Like they should be fat. The battle should be fast paced. They they yeah. And that's one of the things I loved about the strong and the agile system is that it helped to speed up the battles and just it just added a new tactic to it and it goes back to what you're saying nearly about the difficult battles is sometimes you think right okay i've nearly knocked out this pokemon okay i'm going to use an, an agile style oh no it's not done enough damage oh no because they know they're about to get fainted they go for a strong style and just absolutely wreck shot and mm-hmm. we've gone back to you you attack, I attack. You attack, I attack. 
and it, it's just which I'm not opposed to because I, I I like turn-based RPGs. So I I like turn-based RPGs. So I do as well, but I do like it when there are certain things that you can do to give you an advantage or or you know deliver a disadvantage to your to your opponent. And the the mm-hmm. agile and strong system did that in some way, not to the point where it completely revolutionized the the battle system because I don't want to revolutionize the 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 battle system but i do want it to tweak and evolve and and grow over time and i think that's one of the reasons why i love the battle system in legends arceus is because it didn't feel like it was just lifted out of another game whereas this looks like it's what we've always had before yeah which again some people will love some people will, will love and if you're one of them that 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 loves it fair enough more power to you um, tell you what I also did like the new professors. Like, Wait, all right, which one do you prefer? Oh, um, well, that's a talk. That... And why is it Turo? Because <laughs> he's a handsome, a handsome. Chap. He's a very handsome man. <laughs> he's too handsome for a professor. We've never had a handsome. I don't trust him. He's too young. Oh, I don't he's know. I don't know. I so to me, it's always been Sycamore and Kukui. Yes, are are kind of up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sure where Turo lies. Mm. It's because because the difference is those two were handsome. Yes, Turo's sexy. <laughs> this is this is a game for kids. Game freak. What's it you makes doing? me uncomfortable. Yes, okay, but it's true. So do you get do you get the same vibe? Because every other professor we've ever had feels like someone you can trust. Just just by looking at them, you think. This is somebody who's who's got my best interests at heart. These two feel very the if if they if they had just said these aren't the professors, these are the 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 bad guys. Yep. I I I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I'm so wait, go on. I I'm under the impression that they will both be villains. Yes. In the opposite game. In the opposite yes, game. Yes. That that's um funnily enough, the the moment I saw that trailer, that was one of the things that I pointed out where I, why else would you have two separate professors and i honestly think you you pick whichever one you pick and you get introduced to your, to your professor and you know they are very set in their ways i.e you know we need to look forward to technology or oh we need to look back and embrace the past and then when you get a couple of gyms in and you'll meet the opposite professor but they won't be a professor who or they might be a professor of an opposite school for example and you're going to tie into that conflict of future versus past and how that impacts on the present. And I'm sure other people have been... So I'm sure there's loads of videos a- a- about this. So I'm not exactly, you know, blowing anyone's mind, I don't think. But I can't see any other reason why there would be two professors. I agree. I agree. I I, I think... Yeah, because they've at least... I don't think they're going to be the evil team. I think we're going to get a distinct... In fact, in my personal opinion, we're going to get a bunch of evil teams. Mm -hmm. And my thinking is that it's an open world game. So having an open world game where your only objective is to beat gyms to progress the story doesn't feel very open world to me. So, and again, I'm spoiling a future video here. But I'm under the impression that you're going to have a couple of different options for what you can do. So they show at one point in the trailer, they've got that 
the thing that looks like a gym atop the tower yes. with like all the flowers mm -hmm. around it, right? Mm -hmm. That's got a very specific symbol. It's got a pokeball and a ship. Yeah. Effectively, you've got like the mast and the deck and the little wave coming off the bottom of it. That's distinctly a ship. Then you've also got cross flags with the star. Mm. That to me seems like it's something else. Yeah. My working theory is it's going to be like Pokemon Ride Racing. Okay. Maybe a stretch, but I don't think it's going to be the same as the gyms. No. And then the other thing they show is that big tower in the desert. Yeah. Which to me feels like a dungeon. So it's a case of like, you can go do eight gyms, or you can go do eight races, or you can go and do eight oh. dungeons. And progress the story how you want. Oh, that'd be absolutely amazing. So are you saying that depending on which one of those routes you take, you would have a different rival team, perhaps? I, I think there will be, for instance, so we we know there's a lot of like motorbike yes. kind of yes. symbolism and references in this. So that's why I go with like the pokey ride racing. Mm, mm. What if the evil team for that is like a biker gang? yeah yeah but you've then got the sail ship is the logo for the gyms so maybe you have to travel really really far to get to each of the gyms maybe that's part of the task is getting to the gyms across the sea well suddenly pirates are your evil Ooh, team okay okay and then there's dungeons i'm not sure if you'd have an evil team for there but the point is that you know those are your evil teams, but they're not really the villains of the story. Much in the same mm. way as Team Yell yes. and Team Skull yep. weren't the villains of the story. No, no, they weren't. Okay. Those are the professors. Okay. I like that. I, I, oh, I'm looking forward to this video now. Um, I, I have just one final question, and then I think we'll move on to our next segment. Is yes. which version are you getting? Oh, depends. Ooh. It really right. So I okay. prefer, I prefer the look of Scarlet. I prefer the look of the legendary in Scarlet. Which is the Coradion? So Coradion? Coridon. Coridon. Right, okay. Yes. So I prefer the look of it. I'm not the big fan of the jet engine legs. It just doesn't do it for me. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So Scarlet at the moment. Again, if they show in a future trailer that you're able to do a lot more in each version of the game, mm. then it might be the first time I buy both. I, I, funnily enough, I was thinking about earlier, I had a, a deal alert that was like, you can buy the Steel Edition of both for 84. Looked at them when they come out for Sword and Shield, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and I think, I just want one. I'm happy with one because 99% of that game is the same. And I, I couldn't justify it for Sword and Shield, even though I knew that two gyms were different because there wasn't a lot else. But if we go back to what we were saying earlier, where there's you know you can explore past, you can explore future, depending on the game, and you know it's it changes uh, more things than it did in Sword and Shield, then I agree I might go go on then just this once I'll I'll shell out for for both of them because I think people are starting to cotton on to the fact that there's not actually that much difference between the two it's not really that worth it and especially after legends where they just yeah. sold one game yeah. and you could do everything, everything in one game yeah yeah exactly um so yeah so i for me if it goes down the route of all the other past pokemon games where 
there are minor differences, i.e. the legendary and maybe a couple of gems or whatever. I'll probably go for Vilas, because while those jet engines don't do anything for you, they do something for me. Uh, <laughs> I love that Pokemon's design. I I just I just love it. Um but if if it does turn out that there's a lot more to be done across both games, then might be the first time I get both. Looking forward to it. Right, let's move us on because that was that was a long old chat. <laughs> it was a super long chat. Uh, hopefully, this chat doesn't take as long. Uh, it's time for another regular podcast section where each week we watch and discuss an episode of Pokemon Journeys. Uh, it's fair to say that the hype for Pokemon Journeys is high, especially after the revelation that Ash will be facing off against other regions' champions. So, as a couple of Pokemon enthusiasts who haven't watched the Pokemon anime in how long when was the last time you watched it well i'll, I'll be brutally honest i have been watching through journeys i wait what ahead of me for you oh yeah I, I watched it i watched it as soon as it came to netflix oh okay right okay so i i watched i watched about half of x and y and i watched about half of sun and moon as well okay oh i've, I've watched a bit of sun and moon because of my daughter um and i quite enjoyed i quite enjoyed the animation style which i'm glad that they pulled over anyway so um episode one of Pokemon Journeys is Enter Pikachu. And we got an origin story for Pikachu. This was like the perfect way to get back into Pokemon for me, the anime. Like, an origin story. <laughs> and it's not, it's not... Did you ever think you'd see this? No, I didn't think I needed it either. And then just watching it and seeing, like, the moment this Pichu appeared, I was like, oh, okay, this is quite nice. And, you know, Pichu's going to go wandering off and, you know, Ash will walk past with Pikachu. And the longer it went on, the more I was just thinking, oh, this is the P this is Ashy's Pikachu. Right, okay, I see what we're doing here. Especially because the, the start kind of tricks you, doesn't it, with Ash and waking up and everything. And it doesn't make it clear that you're now in the past watching Pichu and its story and what happens. And what I want to know is what happened to Pichu to go from being so adorable to being an absolute menace the first time that Ash meets it and the only thing i can think of is pichu is having the time of its life being adopted by kangaskhan and then gets basically abducted by professor oak and forced onto this boy so what what i found really interesting about this episode right at the very end when pichu evolves because i'm sitting there going well pichu's a friendship evolution yes so oh my god I've, yeah go on does does Pichu need to be with a trainer? Apparently, first? I've is got this, that like, note. The yeah. hint that you know Pichu's gonna have a previous trainer in Evolves because he's big friends with him and then gets abandoned. But no, Pichu evolves yeah. because Kangaskhan is so friendly yes. towards it, which explains why there are wild Pikachu and other evolutions in the in the wild, and it's not all Pichus. And I know part of that. That's beautiful. I know part of that is because, well, the games did it in a certain way. But it explains why, because if loads of Pichus are born and they're all friendly with one another, well, the friendship's high enough that they all then evolve into Pikachus. And they can form bonds with other Mons to get them to trigger the evolution into, you know, a non-baby form Pokemon. I, th I thought it was I thought it was really smart. It's a nice bit of lore yes. that we've never had explored before. I, I agreed. It, it, it had a lot in there that I just didn't expect. Or I'm I'm really yeah, happy about. Like it was nice to see Kangaskhan be so maternal because you don't get you don't get to see that in the the games. You know it has a child, 
but like it's not a great mum. It, it brings the child into battle in some of the the gens. So <laughs> well, you mentioned that. I I, I realized when I watched this is I don't think we've ever seen Kangaskhan in a Pokemon battle in the anime. I i haven't but i haven't watched it since i think most or, or at least i don't think it's ever been owned by a trainer no and i think that's because the animators have gone well hang on it's got a baby in its pouch how do we deal how with do we this deal with that? you just throw... does it put it aside does it just keep it there what are, what are we doing here yeah it's hard to think about a kangaskhan going into into battle against another pokemon while trying to protect his baby in its pouch or not care about the baby in the in its pouch and like what speaking of Kangaskhan and baby Kangaskhan, I didn't realize Pichu was so small because you see it against the baby Kangaskhan and it looks huge. So I I had to look this up because I, I saw the difference between the two of them and I was like, no, no some, somebody's gone wrong here. It's not that Pikachu is really small. Pikachu is about the, the length of a standard ruler. Okay, so okay, it's, it's okay. not small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kangaskhan, though, is two meters, is over two meters tall wow wait what yeah jeez that's a massive difference yep so that that yeah because i because i looked at it i was like hold on somebody's animated this wrong here and i had to go and look up the official size i was like oh no pikachu's not small or sorry pikachu's not small kangaskhan is just huge <laughs> fair enough fair enough we'll take it um one other note i had is um in so apparently in the pokemon because we don't have chickens, Dodrios wake people up like a rooster in, in our world. <laughs> Which I found really... I, li like, I like it. I, I like it, but it got me thinking, do we have a chicken Pokemon yet? Other than Torchic, but that reminds me more of a bird than it does a chicken. I don't know if we've got a chicken Pokemon yet, have we? Off the top of my head, no. It is just the Torchic line. Yeah. But they're like, fighting cocks really uh, yes chinese fighting yes. i think oh, i might have said that wrong i apologize um we are half expecting a rooster in the next generation oh okay okay so maybe portugal yes that makes sense and and there was that image of masuda holding up uh the little portugal rooster going wouldn't this make a really cool pokemon hint hint, hint, wink, hint. Wink. yeah so we're getting one probably in gen 9 then okay i like to think so mm. um what do you think obviously you you've watched ahead a bit more than me what do you think of go so i uh, i have mixed feelings on okay. go okay 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 so a i don't like the fact that go has to exist as a character uh, it, okay. by that i mean i don't like the fact that pokemon go did so well it's invading my anime oh okay i get i get what you mean yeah okay i mean even even his catchphrase i have the power in the palm of my hand it's like okay i get it it's a mo it's a mobile phone game oh, i understand okay, where you're going right. with it just just leave it alone okay he is an interesting character though and again this will be revealed more to you as the series goes on because his dream is not the same as ash's no ash wants to be the very best like no one ever was mm. has done for the last mm. 26 years you'll, you'll get that <laughs> go go wants to catch every pokemon yeah he he um so in episode in episode one he says um he wants to catch a pokemon nobody has ever seen before Mm -hmm. do we think that's foreshadowing for an introduction of a brand new pokemon at some point that like you know we got maltan was uh, came out first Ooh. in pokemon go wasn't it and then it was added to let's go at a later date 
do we think we're going to get a Pokemon introduced in the anime by Go, and then it gets rolled out into games? I think more than likely, I think every single anime has introduced at least one future Pokemon. Oh, is, is it typically the movies? Some of the movies, like yes, the movies. But even in the series, I think, like obviously, Togepi is one yeah. of the earliest examples. Um, Blaziken was introduced early. Oh, I can't think of any others off the top of my head because I stopped watching after right. the Diamond and Pearl series. Yes. But yeah, usually they will introduce future Pokemon in the anime. And you're right, Go is the perfect person to give that Pokemon to. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, as for his character, I again, I think he plays... All, I'm talking about this series knowing a lot more about yes, it than you do, yes. obviously. But he plays off Ash very well in the future. Okay, okay. And my only gripe against him is that, uh, and you'll come to find this, God, that man can catch Pokemon easy. Oh, really? Compared to Ash, you always seem to struggle. Mate, seriously, he throws one ball and it's just done. Oh, okay, right. It's going to be interesting. Like, you, okay. you, you wait till we get to the Suicune episode. Oh, okay, right. I'm, li- I'm, looking, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what else comes. Um, I'm trying to think what other notes I've got. Mew is so OP in the anime compared to the games. Like, the games do him a disservice, unfortunately, where... It's just a psychic mon that can learn loads. Of, that's its gimmick. It can learn every TM and HM. But in in the anime, like it's fighting Nido King. Nido King uses earthquake, and then Mew retaliates using earthquake just by tapping the floor, just by mimicking what it's done. And then it's teleporting. It's it's um it's just transforming into different Pokemon on the fly. It's got telekinesis. It's so OP in the anime, and I love it. See, now, all right, so I was watching this at like four in the morning because I, I worked so so long yesterday and I finally went to bed and I was like, oh no, I need to talk about this episode tomorrow. <laughs> Ben's going to kill wait. me if I don't watch it. I better, I better go back. And I'm glad I did because, yeah. you know, it's a good episode. But I was watching this and my, my poor sleep-deprived brain was watching that Mew yeah. use all these different moves and transform into all these different Pokemon. And again, you don't, you, I'm going to talk about something that happens a lot later in the okay, anime, and okay. I hope you'll forgive me. Ooh, okay. But there is an Eevee introduced later on, and then uh, I think it's actually in the next season. Okay. And it can't evolve using any of the evolution stones. Interesting. Okay. And has a specific ability to mimic the moves of other Pokemon. Like it use it sees Yamper using uh oh, spark and it uses spark. It okay. sees uh okay. a bunch of different Pokemon use different where, moves. I, think I, and I couldn't help but, but watch that first episode and go, Oh, oh my god, is Eevee Mew? Yes. Is Eevee Mew? Is okay. this the big twist that's coming? That makes sense, especially ah. with the evolution stone. Because in Pokemon, typically, if if even if it's accidental, if an evolution stone touches a Pokemon, it forces the evolution, right? I swear I've seen that. Yeah, somewhere. I mean, it's been a big issue about Ash um, ever touching Pikachu with a Thunderstone. Yes. Because it doesn't matter if it doesn't want to evolve, it's, it's not its choice. Yes. So the fact that they tried to use it, evolution stones on the Eevee, is that right? They touched yep. it and it didn't evolve. That, that's ditto then. So are we thinking, so one of goes goes going back to what Go said about he wants to catch a Pokemon nobody has ever seen before. Although, nah, because we have seen Mew before. I think he's building up to 
Mew being the final. Now, mm. do you think... Do you think Go is going to get carried over? Interesting. Um, it depends on where they go. Because they, this... Okay, because it's dead weird because we've spoken about it before where you know the, the the games basically drive pokemon and everything that spins out of pokemon for the for the next couple of years until the next gen and from what i understand of this is there is some of sword and shield in it but they go to other areas and re-explore places that they've been before which doesn't feel the same as what other other generations of the anime have done if this was just Sword and Shield, like we had Johto and Diamond and Pearl and all that, I'd say no, he's not going to get carried over. But the fact that the anime seems to be taking a slightly different direction in the last... So with Junies and the Sun and Moon, where it wasn't a typical Ash travelling around you know, the, the Alolan region and he does things in a very specific order, makes me think that maybe Go does actually get rolled over. Be an interesting thought. Also, I'm going to throw out there, Hoenn, there are 90 episodes of this series so far, and we haven't even got to the third season yet, so okay, I'm so... not sure one a week is going to really cut it. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, God. Yeah, because we've already got like two years worth of content <laughs> in this. Maybe maybe we do it to two episodes, uh, because I don't think there'll be... Three. A... Come on. Three. three. I've got to watch three episodes a week. Okay, so... You've got a, you've got a daughter. <laughs> She'll be fine. I, uh, okay. I'll, I'll have to float that by her see what she says um the only other notes i've got is i love the art style i know that was controversial when sort when um the sun and moon series came out and people didn't dig the new art style i love it i i love how it looks and 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 it's a nice blend between like how to explain it it was i think it was a modern take that was needed because so it's it's an interesting one because when Sun and Moon came out, it came right off the back of X and Y, which is right. possibly the most shonen the sh this series has ever been. Right, the okay. fights looked gorgeous. The oh, animation okay. was fantastic. Like every part of that series looked beautiful. But when they moved into Sun and Moon, everything got simplified. Everything got a little oh, bit rounder and okay. softer, but it allows them to be so much more expressive. Yeah. And I think we've got better animation out of it because of the simpler design. Right. So I'm a fan, personally. Me too. Me too. And the intro theme is absolutely banging. I, I, oh, the journey starts today and just kicks in. And I, the, one thing that they do really well is they always seem to nail the intro songs. Even though I've never watched some of the series, I've listened to all the intros because my daughter went through a phase where she just liked to listen to the, the to the intro themes for all of them. Like you just go on YouTube and you find all Pokemon theme tunes and just play it. And so I'd listen to them loads. And then when I finally got around to listening to Journey, I was like, oh, Journeys. I was like, oh, this sounds, I, I just love how just upbeat and happy it is. And I'm I'm all for it. it. It's great to like get back into the anime after not watching it properly for oh I I don't know 10, 15, 20 years maybe. Probably about 20 years actually. Um and just like even though it's you know for the most part different characters except for Ash, just the nostalgia for it and just like oh it's happier times again. I'm all for this. I love it. 
I, th I think you're really going to enjoy this one. I, I like the direction they go with this series. The fact that, you know, you're not just stuck in Galar yes. going through yes. the gyms. Because Ash is a champion now. Yes, he is. He doesn't need to do gym challenge anymore. He, he is a champion. Mm. And I can't wait for you to figure out how they implement him doing battles well I, I you know at the moment he's top eight in the world yes, and that's yeah. why everybody's hyped about but the journey to get there and everything he goes through in this is so fantastic okay. i think i think this is the best series pokemon has ever put out wow okay right now you've now you've really got me hyped for watching the rest of this um rest of this this series um right uh connie you up for playing a game uh, I guess I can. Yeah, that was awkward. So, uh, in front of me, I have three Pokemon with three Pokedex entries each. But can you spot the fake entry? Are you going to tell me what the Pokemon are? I am. So the first one is okay. Is, is beware. So it should give you a clue as to what the the Pokedex entry um, entries should be like. So the first one, it waves its hands wildly in intimidation and warning. Life is over for anyone who doesn't run away as fast as possible. Number two, as dangerous as it is cute, few Pokemon can survive a full-power rage-induced hug from a fully-grown beware. And number three, this Pokemon has the habit of hugging its companions. Many trainers have left this world after their spines were squashed by its hug. See, now I know hugging is a big thing in this poke in this Pokemon Pokedex entries. Also, there is absolutely no way Game Freak ever wrote life is over for anyone. No, the first one, the first one is fake. No, no, no. Uh, number 1 and number 3 are true. Number 2 Really? 2 is wrong. Yes, yes. So uh, they they said life is over. Yes, life is over. And then in another Pokedex entry, entry, many trainers have left this world after their spines were squashed. Can we just like acknowledge oh. that for a moment? <laughs> like I, to be fair, I wouldn't have thought about that until Legends Arceus, where literally they go, "Yeah, Pokemon can kill you now." <laughs> so I can kind of understand where they're coming like from. This this was the Team Rocket joke Pokemon it, in this yes, series, by the way. Which I think hugged James and Jesse quite a lot, right? A lot, yeah. Yeah, and some. so I don't know what James and Jesse are made from, but apparently thick as Well, to be fair, is. James should have had his head dissolved from Victory Bell way back in Season 1. Oh, so. when he got at. Yeah, uh, every single episode. <laughs> and then in Sun and Moon, he also had a Marini that was constantly poisoning him and all sorts. So yeah, these guys are immortal. What a... You want to talk about actual immortal people in Pokemon? It's just not Ash being 10. It's, it's Team Rocket. Brilliant. Right, okay. Second Pokemon is Sligoo. Uh, so the first Pokedex entry is, it drives away opponents by excreting a sticky liquid that can dissolve anything. Its eyes devolved, so it can't see anything. Number two, it crawls along sluggishly. The swirly protrusion on its back is filled with its brain and other organs. And number three, this Pokemon enjoys nothing more than enveloping anything it finds in a snot-like substance before digesting it. <laughs> gross they're all absolutely disgusting aren't they i think that third one isn't true you're absolutely you're right what gave it away it, it was the least detailed okay okay right it, so it, i was sitting there i was like there's no way home would throw in a detail like its brain is in its shell yeah you're well you're right you you obviously know me better than i uh know myself can't you like 
this has been quite eye-opening for me, unlike the Sligoo who can't open its eyes. Like, the, finding out that Sligoo, like, its brain and other organs are on its back and it can't see, apparently. Like, I didn't know that, did you? No, it wasn't something I was aware like, of. Some of these Pokedex, because I went through a couple of Pokedex entries for different Pokemon, and some of them are terrifying. Like, I can understand why some, like, in Legends Arceus, where they're saying, yeah, Pokemon are dangerous, because some of these Pokedex entries are, like, terrifying. They're like something out of nightmares. Anyway, onto, yep. onto Charizard, the final one. Uh, so the first Pokedex entry, the flame inside its body burns hotter than 3,600 degrees Fahrenheit. When Charizard roars, that temperature climbs even higher. Number two, its bond with its trainer is the source of its power. It boasts speed and maneuverability greater than that of a jet fighter. And number three, when frustrated, Charizard have been known to pick up large boulders, soar into the sky, and slam the rocks back down at high speeds. Right, I know that boulder one's true. I've read that one before. I'm gonna go with two, the jet fighter one. Okay, so number two, the jet fighter one is actually true. It's Mega Charizard yeah, Wise. Number Oh, that don't... no 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 no. That's a different Pokemon. Oh, I feel cheated. Oh, That's a different Pokemon, <laughs> okay, sir. Okay, well, well, Pokedex entry one. So the flame inside its body burns even hotter than 3,600 degrees Fahrenheit. That's also... I was, I was a little bit... That's also uh, true. Yeah. I, that's also true. That's the were they all true? No, that's the Gigantamax Pokedex entry. So the, that's a different Pokemon! <laughs> so, so, the fi- so it was actually number three. When frustrated, Charizard had been known to pick up large boulders, swung to the sky and slam the rocks back down at high speeds. That, one not, that one's not true, although I think it's done it in the anime before. Well, it's Seismic Toss. That's yes. how Seismic Toss is yes. kind of depicted. But I'm sure I've read that. Oh, maybe, but... Oh, uh, maybe, maybe I'm if, thinking of, like... Because uh, I know... Does it have a flamethrower that can melt rocks? I think it can. I think it can, I think it can melt yeah. boulders. So, um... Yeah, I th- actually, yeah, I think, you, I think you're right there. I think I saw that. Anyway, um, if Charizard is known for picking up large boulders, soaring to the sky, slamming them down, it's not on Cerebee. So we'll have to see. Right. Are you ready for letters? That's it. Don't, don't you blame Joe. <laughs> you cheated me there. Don't blame Joe. Well, yeah, I'll, gi- I'll give you one and a half points. How's that sound, yeah? Don't patronize me. I'll take that one <laughs> we'll point. I'll well, be happy t- about t- it. Tell you what, we'll have you back on next week, yeah? How's that sound? Oh, will you? Oh, thank you. <laughs> on, our, on our podcast, we'll have you back. On, on our podcast, you'll have me back, yeah? All right, cheers. <laughs> right. Uh, are you ready for some letters? Go on, then. Well, I say letters. Like, this is our first podcast, so we only have one question. <laughs> but, but who knows? Maybe more. That's more than I was expecting. <laughs> I'll give you that much. <laughs> we, couldn't, we couldn't have a letters section and not have a letters. Anyway, this one comes courtesy of British Eagle, who wants to know, do you think there will be a third legendary in Violet and Scarlet? And if so, how will it fit in with Scarlet being the past and Violet being the future? So I think he means there, like, a present-day Pokemon that fits into that trifecta. So, will it be a present day, or will it be like the absence of time? Well, we've already we've so sorry. I just need to point out we've already got a present Pokemon. We got Delibird. Delibird. <laughs> there you go. Done. <laughs> yes, the third legendary Pokemon it's of Deli Generation Birds. Nine is Delibird, the present Pokemon. <laughs> just wearing, just wearing a fake nose and glasses <laughs> with a mustache. 
So I I like to think that we'll get one that is like the absence of time. And uh. if, if the professors aren't evil, I like this idea that an evil team could be justified on the thing of, you know, we, 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 we want to remove aging. We want to remove uh, the sorrow of the past and the anxiety of the future. These things riddle humans and bring so much chaos and sadness to the world if we remove time entirely using this pokemon's ability we can live in a world where we don't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff wow that's that, that to me sounds like a cool pokemon i i like that and it's not unheard of for in the past there to be you know almost a trifecta of pokemon so for example kyogre and groudon are both legendary pokemon for their respective games and then there's the third in Rayquaza, and we have that with you know Dialga and Palkia, and then there's Giratina. So maybe, maybe there will be a third Pokemon. But I do prefer what you're saying about it not being a present Pokemon. It's in fact like the absence of time. I I like that. And what maybe that ties into the story of um getting back to Iliron and talking about you know the two rival professors perhaps maybe is a case where they are rivals and they have you know differing ideologies until a third you know a third team comes in that makes them go we need to put aside our differences and work together but the only thing about that is it's quite similar to what we got in legends arcus so whether or not they'd repeat that that story beat who knows but yeah that that's it for letters one letter this week so yes yes i think we're gonna get a third legendary no i don't know what it's gonna be no so right okay you heard it here first <laughs> the concrete concrete evidence so uh if you've got a comment or a question you can reach us by leaving a comment on our podcast on youtube or by email i'll get there in the end or by emailing goldenrodpod at gmail.com i don't think i've done too bad with like stuttering or anything like that considering this is the first no one done, I, I think, think you've done better than i have we've, at least we've, we've absolutely nailed it um so um before we wrap up the podcast uh tell us a little bit about what you've got on this week connor or what you've been working on so the next coming video i've got is oh god what am i working on ah right why is maridon man-made and if so for what purpose oh that's the next theory video coming to my channel uh lewis should hopefully have that sorted within the next couple of days looking forward to that coming out and we have also just recorded today another episode of the next kingdom collab oh that's actually turning out to be quite a fun little series when's, when's that launching will be pardon when's it launching when you bring it out end of the month i believe okay okay so not not too long so, so a couple of weeks time okay right and you're doing what about yourself buddy uh so um i haven't really got a huge amount on i've not long released uh released my um one of my challenge videos can you beat pokemon brilliant diamond shining pearl as a galactic grunt which was really fun to, to play as and i do love the fact that when i do these challenge videos it allows me to flex a little bit of my humor in some of the videos i don't know if it's funny or not but i find it funny um uh, at the moment i'm currently writing the script for my latest reverso challenge video i don't know if you've seen the reverso um series um but for those of you that might just be stumbling upon this for the first time it's basically uh, a series where i find out what the least number of pokemon you have to see is in a game uh completing it so it basically means 
avoiding wild battles where you can, avoiding as many trainers as you can, and sometimes getting a bit creative when um, you come across, you know, two routes, and on those two different routes, there are different trainers with different Pokemon and planning ahead to try and get the, the least amount of Pokemon. And the Reverse Oak one is one the one that I've put the most amount of time in because obviously the whole objective of uh, Legends Arceus is to catch them all. Well, my challenge is to not catch them all, which makes it really difficult when it comes to, you know, the, the ranking up and the star system. And it's like, oh, you need to, you know, hit so many points to rank up. And I'm like, yeah, but I've, I don't want to catch any more Pokemon. So how do I get around that? Um, so I'm just in the script um, writing phase for that. So I'm hoping to have that out by the end of the month is the is the plan. So I look forward to seeing that one. It's a, it's a cool challenge. I'll be honest with you. Something a little bit different that I don't think anyone's done on on YouTube. Um, anyway, that's the show for this week. If you've gone this far, you're just a top dollar, aren't you? Uh, Connor, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on my YouTube channel at Captain Fidget and on Twitter at, at @CapFidget. Very nice. And I'm Ben, and you can find me as Professor Hoen on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. Um, as for the Golden Rod Podcast, you can find us on the, the usual platforms. Search for Golden Rod Podcast on YouTube or on your usual podcast podcast app. I'll get there. Leave a like on YouTube if you're watching us on there, or a five star review if you're listening as a podcast. We'll be back next Thursday for another week of Pokemon podcast content. See ya.